What do you think happens when we die at Camp Reeves? Good day. A good day would be to sleep in, take a motorcycle ride. You know, you're gonna have to catch me. Walking the streets of the future is really going to be breathtaking. Luke, I'm thinking we're back Cut. with Hanksy Panksy Honor Among Reeves, <sighs> a podcast where two dumb idiot best friends absconded with Tom Hanks, purloined Dwayne Johnson, and are about to be absolutely mugged by Keanu Reeves. I'm Sam Siegel, and I'm stealing all your priceless blackmail and setting it on fire. Sam, in the first second of this podcast, you got my final quote. Oh, what a shame. Gotta find a new one now. Yeah, I have a backup. It's not as good. He doesn't say a lot in this movie, Sam. He doesn't, but, you know, you're gonna have to deal with it because I'm thinking we're back. (laughs) I'm thinking we're back, baby. Uh, Technically, you can't still use that as your final quote because I said I'm thinking we're back. True. And he wasn't using... True. Uh... Uh... Plural, first person plural. No, he was not. So I'll keep that under my hat. Um, I am Luke Patrick. I'm the other dumb idiot. This week I am the Baba Yaga. Baba Yaga. I am the boogeyman. I'm the guy you call to kill the boogeyman. You're the booger man? I'm the booger man. Oh, no, not the booger man. Yeah, that's me this week. Uh, so everybody watch out. Be on your best behavior. Or I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get you. Baba Yaga. Baba Yaga. Um, obviously we watched 2014's John Wick. <laughs> it's Wick Week, folks! Uh, it's like Fat Bear Week and mm-hmm. Shark Week combined. It's so good to be in yes. Wick Week. Wick Week, just say it yeah, a couple times, you know? Yeah, Let's Wick, just... Wick Week. Wick Week. Wick Week. Wick Week. Wick Week. Now as a German, Wick Week. Wick Week. Ah. Vic Woche. <laughs> Vic Woche. Das ist sehr gut. Oh, it feels sehr gut to say. Um, ooh, feels good. Luke, how was your watch of uh, 2014's John Wick? Well, Sam, what year is it? Uh, right now? Yeah, yeah. 2023? Yeah, so it, it's 2023, and I just wanted to let mm-hmm. people know, I went... To the store, and I paid for with my own money mm-hmm. physical versions of the first three John Wick movies. That's right. I bought 4K <laughs> UHD DVDs to play on my big beautiful OLED TV. Uh, this movie. I did not give Jeffrey Bezos my money. I did not mm-hmm. give Bill Gates or Time Apple mm-hmm. uh, my money. I just. I bought it. I own it now. Yeah, I don't know that we've actually had a chance to talk about this, but um, this is this is sort of a, a new thing for you, is yeah. buying physical DVDs. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I bought the Xbox partially to do this. One, mm-hmm. it plays games, and two, it plays uh, 4K UHD Blu-ray discs. Would be insane. If you bought it just for the DVD part. My dude, you say that? Do you know how expensive 4K UHD Blu-ray players are? Actually, no. Minimum of 800 bucks. What the fuck? So it was like, I could either buy one of these, or I can buy this thing that plays Diablo 4 in 4K. Huh. So... Curious. One of these made sense. Mm Mm-hmm. Because it does a whole bunch of other shit. 
It does. It does do a lot of other stuff. Yeah, but I've just been... Ever since streaming services have gotten fucky with, mm-hmm. like, where things are and what they can remove and whatnot, I know I could have bought this through Jeffrey Bezos' big, wonderful uh, website mm-hmm. and just owned it, but I want to make sure I'm getting 4K. That's mm-hmm. That's mission critical for me for certain movies. And I want to fucking own it. I just want it. Yeah. I see I see the appeal. Yeah. Um the problem for me is the storage. Yeah, right now the collection is like maybe a dozen discs. Even um, that. I mean like those those jewel cases I think is the term. Yeah. They're not small. No, they stack up. That's what I mean. Even with the like maybe a dozen we've got so far, it's uh we're going to need storage options. You know, which is, it's a weird, and that's why I asked what year it was, because here we mm-hmm. are in 2023, and I'm going to buy a DVD rack off Amazon. Oof, but that's, that's kind of sad to hear. <laughs> I just wish they'd open up Blockbuster again, because uh, half the appeal, sorry, go ahead. I, was just, I, I think it would be nice. Yeah, half I think the, it would be nice to have a Blockbuster. Half the appeal, like back in the day, we didn't have Blockbuster where we grew up. We had something called Hastings. Oh, no, we had a Blockbuster. We had a Blockbuster? Yeah, it was like super close. It was right next to Los Amigos. Oh. Yeah. Why did I never go there? I guess you're stupid. Yeah, I guess we just went to knock off Hastings instead. Now, Hastings was a lot closer to y'all. Yeah, that's true. Um, than Blockbuster. Blockbuster was over in my neck of the woods. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Hastings yeah. was, for those who don't know Hastings, which so if you're an international listener, you're not missing out because within the contiguous United States, no one knows Hastings. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is. This is the narrowest of narrow casting. Yeah, I just want to explain their business model really quick. Because for a long time, they were like half a Blockbuster and half a Barnes & Noble, half a bookstore. Mm -hmm. Yes. And then as DVD sales started to tank, they became a Spencer's Gifts. What I love about Hastings Mm -hmm. is that Hastings offered the things that no other place felt like selling. (laughs) Yeah. and don't understand me wrong, okay? This isn't the stuff that's, like, too taboo for people to sell. It's literally just, like, no one else is, like, I don't know. I Maybe we shouldn't sell garbage instruments. Yeah, do you want to... I forgot about that. Do you want a guitar that costs 80 bucks and is going to sound like absolute death? Yeah, um, do you... Would you like a trumpet that sounds like Mongolian throat singing? <laughs> And again, the reason I bring this up is because it started as this, like, you go, you rent movies, you rent games, you get books. Mm -hmm. Maybe they had some, like, board games. And then over time, they started, they didn't know what to do. (laughs) It is, you know, it's not common that you see a business literally grasping at straws. At one point, Sam, they converted the middle of the Hastings into a skate shop. I shit you not. You could go buy a skateboard. That see, I don't remember that specifically. I do remember that they played with the middle of the store a, a lot. lot. That was Le- that was ground zero for whatever harebrained idea the CEO came up with. Exactly. That Left side of the store, movies. Right side of the store, books. Middle of the store, wild fucking west. <laughs> 
for a while it was just Funko Pops. It was like stacks and stacks of Funko Pops and weird graphic tees. Yeah, and then I remember for a brief, beautiful period of time they had model Estes rockets. Yes! Oh my god, you're totally right! They did, and I was so happy, and we bought some, and then we immediately lost them. Yeah. Um, and then when we went back to Hastings to get more, oops, they tried a different business plan, <laughs> because turns out <laughs> the market for Estes rockets pretty small pretty small especially when people are looking for dvds and or mm-hmm. books like the the venn diagram of people looking for entertainment media and people looking for hobby products mm-hmm. simultaneously is a very small little sliver <laughs> it's three people it's three people anyway i bring this up because part of the joy we're rediscovering is like going to a place and just seeing what they have and being mm. like, oh, man, yeah, I actually really enjoyed the Batman with our pets. Maybe I'll get that in 4K. Um, oh. Or looking at Black Adam and going, no, thank you, Dwayne. Uh, oh, well, I found your Hanukkah gift. <laughs> the 4K rip of 4K Black UHD Adam. 4K UHD DVD of Black <laughs> Adam. Still like 30 bucks off the shelf. Wait, it's $30? Yeah, so we don't. I don't buy them at the f- ticket price. I wait until they're on sale. Still, but Jesus Black Adam Jesus. is like thirty dollars. Dwayne mm-hmm. still wants you to fork over kind of a lot of cash to see a disappointment. Yeah. Movie. Hmm. Yeah. God damn. Anyway, all that to say, my watch was crisp. It mm-hmm. was beautiful through my new soundbar. Everything was was picture perfect. It's the best viewing experience. I've had for a John Wick movie uh, outside of the theater. So, okay. Uh, actually, answer me some. Yeah. A uh, couple things. Yeah. Actually, uh, one. How much was that three movie pack? Uh, I think it was thirty five dollars. Okay. Um. And second question. Does this movie have subtitles during the Russian? Because I know no. later later movies they do have like. The, the Russian or... You yeah. Know, it has uh, it through some of it, but there's like idle chatter. Like if they're just kind of casually talking to each other in Russian, it mm. does not. But... But some but some of it is subtitled. Yes, yeah, some of it is. Okay, that's weird. Like when he's singing, like when uh, uh-huh. Vigo is like sitting in the chair singing uh-huh. and he's got like the glass of bourbon. Yeah, that was subtitled. Not on my version. Oh, interesting. Nothing. None of it was subtitled. So now I'm thinking maybe I should, uh, I will peek into my watch. Maybe I should stop going to Peacock because, (laughs) um, well, it was free there. That's where they get you. Uh, because it had no subtitles. Um, and it is now the official home of John Wick, seeing as it's also the home of the new, uh, continental TV show, which I probably won't watch. Yeah. Um, yeah, no subtitles. Uh, does the movie have big black bars at the top and bottom? Um, no. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna have to buy this. You had the opposite experience. See, I tweaked the knobs and pulled the levers Uh to make sure I had the crispest experience possible. Uh Uh-huh. So, you would say that. You could say that. Yeah. But you would actually be wrong because, Luke, I had 
I would say, a crisper and more real, uh, realistic experience than you did. Because for the two hours before I watched this movie, I was at a gun range. Yeah. Yeah, you were. Tell me about this. We have not... Two... Folks, we have not talked about this at all. I knew he was doing it. That's the most I've heard about it. Two full hours at yes. the gun range. And it was bliss. Folks... Just to get some of this stuff out of the way, I'm not a big gun guy, okay? <laughs> Much I like, to the, despite everything you've heard on this podcast. <laughs> I, I, I am not a gun owner, Yeah. Uh, nor am I a big like gun rights guy. Uh, in fact, kind of the opposite. We really should not have them. Yeah. Um, and going to the gun range has really reinforced that fact to me. We should not be allowed these things. They're yeah. terrifying. Uh, but very cool. Um, so we'll never own a gun. Uh, d- sure, shit won't have one in my home. Um, not with my mental health I- history that I <laughs> lie about to be able to rent a gun. Um, so all, all that being said, uh, what a phenomenal time. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, went there with uh, Marvin. And, uh, and my cousin Rita. And, boy, we had a good time. So first, uh, I, I, I assume you want to know what guns we fired. I was about to ask what you shot. Yeah, for sure. Oh, boy. Uh, what didn't we shoot? No. Um, so we started out with a, with a simple twenty two because Marvin had never fired a gun before in his life. Yeah. Uh, and that's a good way to sort of ease into that pool. And, uh, you know, it, fun. It, it had been about a year since I had been to the gun range. So the first few shots that I heard did make me jump. Um, so there was that. Yeah. Uh, but it was, uh, it was like a kind of sig sour looking pistol. This means nothing. Um, but, uh, you know, if one of, one of y'all out there knows guns, yeah. you'll know. So we fired that for a little bit. And then we, um, we got a Glock. Nice. Uh, nine, nine millimeter. And fired that off. Man, that's... It's it's so satisfying. <laughs> it is so satisfying. Because um, it's, it's just got a really nice, like, bassy thump when you fire. Uh, it You know, the casings are going everywhere. You're barely... Like, I can't aim for shit, and I don't care. Yeah. That's, that's not why I'm at the gun range. Um, but then, Luke... Excuse me. Sorry, the cat's in my lap, and she wants to play with my pet. Yeah. Um, then, Luke, because it was Friday at the gun range, they had some different guns uh, oh, on the menu. They get spicy on Fridays, huh? They do. And so, Luke, your boy got to fire a submachine gun. Oh, how are you alive? Because Not because you were in danger, <laughs> but because you would have exploded with joy. You okay? For reference, I have played many first-person shooters with our Mm -hmm. boy Sam here, and what Mm -hmm. does Sam love above all else? An SMG. This guy—it's a satisfying weapon to use. Goes bananas for him. So, Sam, how was it in real life? Okay, so first of all, it is the like commercially available MP5, uh, which I learned is like a is basically a knockoff brand, and it's called an AP5. 
So it is only semi-automatic. There's no burst fire, no automatic, which is good. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Luke, I don't know if you know the MP5. But, yeah, uh, I am familiar. Okay, so you know that this is the one that you get to do the H&K slap with. Yeah. <laughs> which means today... Your boy got to do an HK slap. Uh, I am amazed you haven't descended into just like a puddle of of warm, happy goo. I basically so it was funny because um, I I loaded it and man, very satisfying to load. Just just putting that stick mag in there. Uh, you turn the safety off. You slap it. You fucking karate chop uh, the the cocking handle and then lift that thing up. Pop one round. And I start laughing so much. <laughs> Marvin and Rita said they lost it because I'm just sitting there holding this ju- gun, just having a blast. <laughs> Literally and metaphorically. Yeah. Oh, what a what a great gun that is. Um, now, this one did jam repeatedly. Um, mm. I, I suspect because a spring wasn't coiled perfectly right in the magazine and so the last round (laughs) that was in there every time would get caught and so we'd have to troubleshoot how to get it out i did have i did have a failure to eject at one point where um i fired and the casing didn't quite come out and so the um the slide then smashed it into the um ejection port nice and so i had to like tug it out which is terrifying to do with a loaded gun. <laughs> yeah, I would imagine. See, when I troubleshoot like code or mm-hmm. computers, stakes are low. Mm-hmm. But if you're troubleshooting a fucking gun, <laughs> yeah. So I saw that it was in there, and I was trying to wrench it out, and then I was like, you know what I should do first? Put on the safety, remove the magazine. Yeah. I should probably do those things first. Maybe also lock open the. Uh, the bolt so that it's not you know gonna do anything wacky while i'm reaching in here and trying to rip out this shell casing yeah uh so still lovely time and then uh we graduated to a 45 caliber uh colt 1911 knockoff nice um which was great a little too big for my little hands Mm -hmm. um but still 45 is very satisfying to fire sure and they uh, actually, yeah, they have a deagle available to run. Okay, we ran out of time, but folks, we got three more John Wick's Wick movies. Yeah, and I'm telling you right now, even though those rounds are, I'm not joking, four dollars each. <laughs> I will fire a deagle for this show. Yeah, you should. Because, again, having the reference of, like, played having played a lot of FPS games with you, going all the way back to Goldeneye, mm-hmm. you like a deagle. Who doesn't like Who, a deagle? Yeah, as if that's... It's like me saying, like, you like cake. You yeah. know, like, who doesn't like cake? This guy loves a pizza. He's all about pizza. Uh, so... Well, I'm glad you had a phenomenal time at the gun range. I do just want to say really quickly, mm-hmm. we live in a horrible country where nobody should have these things. Oh, uh, so, so I I will be the first to tell you, 
the the moment you are handed a firearm and you go into a gun like into the range part and you load it it's terrifying yeah yeah it is utterly terrifying because it's like at any moment like this is a bomb essentially yeah um and it is horrifying to contemplate even for a minute that's like the how this can be used if i if i'm an idiot yeah um, yeah so i just wanted to clarify because we we visit sam's gun corner pretty frequently mm-hmm. and sure you, you had I an got... amazing time in the gun range i just loved it let's just balance the scales really quick yeah just want to say uh, uh universal background checks waiting periods um general gun control assault weapons ban all of these things need to happen yeah um, that being said, that being said, I had a great time and I intend to go back. <laughs> Shooting a deagle sounds pretty badass. <laughs> sounds pretty good. I want to, we might try a different gun range that may or may not have an AR 15 we can rent. Mm. I'm weirdly excited about this because yeah. the, well, why am I telling you about it when I have a photo of me with this, uh, <sighs> this MP5 knockoff? Oh my God, I want to see this. Yeah. Um, I was, I was sad because it doesn't have, uh, it didn't have like the extendable buttstock. Yeah. So it was very hard to hit anything, but again, who gives a shit? So, uh, there's your boy. Oh, nice. I gotta say, noticing some posture and, uh, confidence differences between you and John Wick, but not much. I think you're prepared. I think you're ready to go. I, I got it better on the, on the second round here, Yeah, but still not great because it's, I gotta tell you, it's very hard to figure out what to do with this weapon when you can't, like, shoulder it. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, it, it's it's just not set up that way. Yeah. And so we were all trying to figure out, like, where do we hold this? Um, it didn't matter. It's fun to shoot. It's so satisfying to shoot. Absolutely. Um, and then came home and watched the movie uh, with Rita. Rita, uh... uh I've had time to join, and so she came, we ordered dinner, we had a good time, and uh, were there ads in the middle of this movie that should have had subtitles but didn't? Yes, there yeah. were. Sam, um, I forgot an aspect of my watch. Well, I've got two things from my watch that I forgot. Okay. The first is, did we get special features because it's a DVD? Mm-hmm. Uh, hell yeah, we got special features because it's a DVD. Okay. So we're going to dig, these... we'll dig into that later. Okay. Second, we decided we wanted to order food as well, mm-hmm. but we wanted to order what John Wick would order. Now, I pose the question to you, Sam. What would Keanu mm-hmm. Reeves slash John Wick order to eat? Like, not for any special occasion, just like yeah. what, John Wick's going out. What's John Wick going to eat? I feel like it's a steak, if I'm being honest. Really? You think steak? He seems like a big steak guy. Could be a big steak guy. We sort of went the opposite direction. Because keep here's why I think that. He's always in a suit. Yeah. And I feel like when you're wearing a suit, you're ready for steak. You are ready for steak. If It's like a square is to a rectangle. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, yeah, you're always ready for a steak if you're in a suit. You may not have a steak or intend to eat steak, but you are mm-hmm. ready. You're ready. Yeah. Um, okay, so if you went in the opposite direction, hot dog? No. No, 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 oh. no, no. Classier. Much classier. 
Sushi. Sushi. It's sushi. I could see sushi. Yeah, it's sushi. Yeah. We we <laughs> we deliberated this for kind of a while. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I suggested something with like I think Asian food in general, Asian cuisine is where we landed. Mm-hmm. Um, just because in movies like this. If you see them eat anything at all, it's usually like a bowl of like like a ramen or like a noodle dish on the go, mm-hmm. like really like a classy noodle dish. Yeah, um, I could see that. Or something like fine Asian fusion food. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's hard to find around these parts. Uh, a little bit, yeah. So we landed on sushi, did not uh, regret it for a second. The sushi was fantastic and paired very nicely with John Wick. Nice. I do so I like the idea of um John Wick sitting uh slurping down a big bowl of pho on yeah. the go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like in his car during a chase, spilling it all over his lap, burning himself very badly. Yeah. But enjoying this delicious noodle soup uh all the way. Yeah, just a a P15 a good, mm-hmm. a good brisket pho. Yes. Uh, on the go. Very hot. So hot. So Again, hot. He's making a lot of turns, and it is splashing everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's it's burned his thighs pretty bad. Yeah. Um. um would you like to give us the plot? Of John Wick the first. John Wick the first. Um, yeah, if you, I will caveat this more so than any other movie we've ever done. To be honest, if you <laughs> haven't seen this movie, don't go, go. Yeah, what the fuck are you doing? Just don't watch it on Peacock because I missed a lot of lines because it should have had <laughs> subtitles and it didn't. There's a lot of Russian dialogue in this movie. There is. There is. Uh, yeah, go watch it. But if you're needing a refresher, here's the refresher. John Wick, former assassin. Uh, and then the inside this world, assassin is like uh, not like a certified job, but it's like this whole sub world in New York yes. where like they have rules of conduct in this hotel they go to called the Continental where they all stay. Yada, yada, yada. John Wick is a former assassin. He's a very good one. He's referred mm-hmm. to as the Baba Yaga, the boogeyman. Baba Yaga. Baba Yaga. Um, he retires, and he goes to uh, live with his goodly wife, and they have a great time until she gets sick and she dies. A few days after she dies, he runs into some Russian gangsters. Who whoa, like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Sorry, sir. Yeah. Like the day after she dies, uh, he is gifted a dog. I am so sorry. Yes, this is very important. This is well, yeah, I don't, yeah. I think it happens in that order. You're totally right. Yeah, so he's gifted a dog. His late wife, because she knew she was on the way out, arranged it so that he would receive a package, which he does sign for left-handed. Keanu Reeves is left-handed. We clocked that. Um, he receives a dog. And he loves this puppy. Who wouldn't love this puppy? Oh, it's a f- uh, look, I'm not a dog guy. Very sweet dog. Very, very cute dog. Very cute and sweet puppy. And the next day, puppy goes in car. Really nice Mustang. 69 Mustang. Um, they take a trip down to get some gas after burning a few off at the tarmac. 
mm-hmm. uh, doing some some stunt driving. Mm-hmm. Runs into some Russian gangsters. Uh, one of them turns out to be the son of the head, like the head of the Russian mob. Uh, wants his car. He doesn't give it to him. They exchange some words. Yada yada yada. Uh, guy, the Russian kid, um, comes to his house, takes his car, and kills his dog. And beats him up. And beats him up. Thus begins the tale of John Wick, which the rest of the movie, folks, if you don't remember, is essentially, essentially, we clocked it exactly like we tracked when the action movie starts. Mm-hmm. It starts 30 minutes in. We get 30 minutes of exposition. Mm-hmm. And then that's all you're going to get for this series, because from then onward, beautiful action movie. Yes. Basically nonstop mm-hmm. action sequences as he slowly gets revenge on uh, the guy that killed his dog and his father, Vigo, and the whole Russian mafia. Yes. And it, oh, Sam, what's the review on this one? This movie's perfect. This movie is righteous. Oh, God. So we, we've we made no secret of the fact that we have been edging for this movie <laughs> for so long. Yeah. Like, legitimately nearly a year yeah i have wanted nothing more than to watch john wick and not just because i knew it was on the horizon but i got like right around the time we started this i was like man i really would like to watch john wick yeah and then i went fuck i can't watch keanu movies until we get there yeah and so i've just had this pulsing hard on uh for this movie for months. Yeah. I'm in the same exact boat. I wouldn't describe it as a pulsing heart on. That's on you. Um, but yeah, I'm fine with that. But uh, yeah, because it's almost like as soon as it was off the table, mm-hmm. I wanted it that much more. Exactly. It's just such a good movie that you mm-hmm. want to watch. And this, like, everything about it, the, the action sequences, the choreography is chef's kiss. Just, mm-hmm. oh, so oh. good. Uh, the vibes are excellent. The aesthetic is great. The lighting is bonkers. Mm-hmm. Um, Hell, even the dialogue is great. It's it, great. It's it's concise. It does what it needs to do. And I have to tell you, even though I didn't have subtitles for the copious amount of Russian, yeah, and thus missed out on what I feel like is kind of a lot, um, it it works. Like, you can miss all that stuff and still very easily get the vibe of what's going on. Yeah, for sure. Uh, well, which I think is that's because like, this movie, because it's framed as, like, there's an XKCD comic about this, basically, about how the perfect mm-hmm. action movie would just be a little bit of exposition at the beginning and then nothing but action sequences. Um, and, and it achieves that. It achieves that. But it also does it through two factors. One... It's entertaining as fuck. Like, it's so Mm -hmm. funny at times as well. It's got some laugh moments Mm -hmm. chucked in to just make sure you're having a really good time. And two, to me anyway, the exposition that we do continue to get throughout the rest of the movie is woven into the action sequences. Perfectly. Perfectly. So we don't break the action, but we still advance the plot. Yeah. So it reminds me, weirdly enough, of the... um, lightsaber fights in the prequel trilogy in the prequels yes 
because it is a fight that is telling you something. It's telling you a story. Yeah. Um, and, and that it's like communicating shit. Cause like, I, I think I want to isolate one of these fights. Okay. Um, and that is the first one. Oh, the, so yeah, the house fight when the, the house fight, when the Russian, so the Russian mob sends 12 guys to his house to try to take him out. Yeah. And we hear, um, you know, we hear Vigo call him, uh, Baba Yaga. Yeah. Um, so many times. And we're like, okay, this guy seems like a real badass. But we've not seen him do anything except get get the shit kicked out of him by <laughs> a real dirtbag. From Game uh, of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah. And so you're like, okay, sure. And then he wrecks fucking shop. Yeah. On these guys. Yeah. And, and it's not just like this brute force thing. It is a ballet. It Well, that's how I've described... We were talking about this earlier. I described the action sequences as murder ballet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I've also heard it called uh, gun-fu. Okay, we're going to talk about gun-fu, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and it... I mean, like, it is... He does this without, like, breaking a sweat. Yeah. Kills 12 dudes, no problem like and it it's masterful and the way you're introduced to this character as the fucking killing machine that he is and it's believable that's the crazy yes. thing because it's not like rambo with a machine gun like taking down hordes of enemies yes every single piece of the choreography makes sense mm-hmm. like if john wick were to be overwhelmed by 12 guys immediately without like the advantage of surprise uh or you know home turf advantage or whatever sure he'd be dead he actually maneuvers around the scenario to like obscure himself use the lighting get them isolated go from one end of the house to the other slowly Mm -hmm. like it's all in the way even the way that he takes them out like it's a mix of like jujitsu and um shit what's the other one uh judo uh, hmm. jiu-jitsu and judo is what the special features told me um, oh okay so it's it's all about like it's really simple like he gets them on the ground and he shoots them yeah or he'll like he does a lot of rolling yeah there's a lot of like on the ground rolling or you know stuff like that and like it doesn't have to be like showy because yeah. it's so believable that like so later on he's being choked like mm-hmm. uh, garroted by someone, and he just keeps, uh, like tumbling around and around and around. Yeah, and it's it fucking makes sense. Yeah, like of course he would sense. do that. Yeah, um, and and so it feels so grounded. Yeah, um, because you know if he's not killing someone, he's like gaining control of their weapon, and them. So that he can kill someone else, yeah. While he's he's got them sort of subdued. I it just fuck man. And then like at some point he's disarmed in the house fight, yeah. And so you see him do uh, like hand to hand combat, and it's not like Jason Bourne, no, where there's a lot of like improvised weapons, or you feel like it. What I like is that he seems slightly less capable in hand-to-hand combat than he is with the gun yeah and so it feels uh 
how did Rita put it? Like he's fighting to survive. Yeah. Rather than like, you know, wreck and, wreck and shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but, John Wick, to your point about going to a gun range, the man likes a gun. Loves a gun. Loves a gun. Mm-hmm. Not big on fists. Yeah, he's very competent with them. He's very good with them, but nowhere near the mastery no, that he has. If I with let's a gun. say John Wick is running at you, your mm-hmm. level of panic is going to be directly correlated to whether or not he has a gun. If he's got a gun, yes. shit yourself and lay on the ground. That's going to be you in thirty seconds mm-hmm. anyway. And I was gonna say that your level of panic should decrease the closer he gets to you. Mm. But that's actually not true because he kills a lot of people very close with a gun. Oh, that's the whole gun food thing, baby. That's all of it, is him basically putting a gun in people's pants and firing it. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I mean. But, he gets them on the ground and then point blank just taps them <laughs> in the head a couple times. Mm-hmm. Well, and okay, there, there are two kills in the house fight Yeah, that are... Uh, brutal, but so indicative of this guy. So he throws one guy up on the like kitchen counter. Yeah. And then he's fighting someone else. And during a break in that fight, he just like slams down on this dude's head, snapping his neck over the counter. Yeah. Which is horrifying. Yeah. Like he was cracking and open a snow crab or something. Just mm-hmm. like, yeah. And then uh, the other guy. Uh, has grabbed a knife. And so he's fighting that guy and he wrestles him down to the ground because he loves being on the ground. And they're tumbling back and forth with this knife. And finally he gets it so that, like, John is over this guy with the knife. Guy's trying to keep the knife from going into him. John is pushing down on it. And then does the thing that I feel like I had never seen in a movie before. Takes a hand off of it and then just slams it down into the knife. Yeah. Yeah. And so... It it makes the knife, like, pop into him for a second, which you don't often see, and seems pretty uncomfortable, <laughs> I have to say. Hey, hey, I think a lot of people are very uncomfortable in this movie. I get the impression that a yeah, lot of this, people aren't very happy or healthy in this. This ain't a spa flick. Yeah, this is no sex in the city. <laughs> no. Uh, and it's just... I don't know. There's just something about it. I feel like it did a lot to like redefine a lot of things. Yeah. If John Wick were a character in Sex and the City. Uh, Samantha. Okay, moving on. No, not a, he's, he's a Miranda. I hate that I, I have a genuine opinion on this. I feel like he is actually a Miranda. Okay, I can see it. Yeah, because Samantha is too sexual. And John Wick is decidedly not. Yeah, yeah, he's he's too motivated by revenge and murder at this point in the movies to sort of be. I in that dare say, space. this is the least horny Keanu we've ever seen. This is for sure the least horny Keanu. Uh, um, so definitely not a Samantha. All right. Uh, shit. I was gonna. Say, oh, Gun Fu. Okay. Yes. So according to the special features, of which there are many, mm-hmm. uh, and I only watched a few because they're quite lengthy. They always are, which they're, is a big deterrent. Yeah. So we there was one, and they didn't have helpful titles. They were literally titled things like "A Decisive Decision" 
or the one that oh. we watched, which was "Don't Fuck with John Wick," and we were like, "Well, we have to watch that one." <laughs> what? Yeah, yes. And here's what was to be found in "Don't Fuck with John Wick," Sam. It was an in-depth exploration of gunfu, which mm-hmm. was a kind of cool new martial arts style that the excellent coordinators came up with. Stunt coordinators came up with. The mix is gunfighting mm-hmm. with uh, judo and jujitsu. Okay. The other. 75% of this, by the way, was uh, behind-the-scenes footage showing you that Keanu trained for four fucking months, eight hours a day, five days a week. Jesus Christ. To learn to do stunts. Sam, Keanu does basically all of his own stunts in this movie. God damn. So I, I, we were pretty sure that he did all his stunts. Yeah. Uh, but four months? And that's, well, that's part of why they were saying why the film feels so fresh is because, you know, I don't know if folks are familiar with this, but usually when you're shooting something like this, you have a lot of stunt doubles Mm -hmm. and you maneuver the shots in such a way that they aren't full frame. Either they're not full frame or they're like you're seeing them from behind where you can't really see their face. Mm -hmm. So much of this movie is Keanu in full frame, face visible, just hanging out, doing stunts. Mm-hmm. And that's because he was 100% doing them. God, that is incredible. Yeah. And apparently, everybody in this interview was like, that guy works so hard and is so nice. And then they would flip to Keanu and he would be all like, I'm just fanguying over here for a second. But he would just be sitting there and be like, I knew nothing. They taught me everything from scratch. They were so nice. Everyone was such a professional and like, world-class talents that really helped me and i'm just so humble and happy to be here and you're like we picked compare that to Dwayne." <laughs> <laughs> yeah Dwayne, who admittedly did donate a lot of money to the hey, the sag strike don't get me wrong Dwayne's a great guy but he's mm-hmm. no keanu he's not it also i gotta tell you i kind of wonder mm-hmm. and and this is maybe a little conspiracy minded of me but I kind of wonder if he gave some of that money to distract from the fact that he is a producer and he does have a production company that is very much on the other side of the picket line. True. Also true. You know who doesn't have any of that shit? I don't actually know if Keanu has ever been a producer. I don't think so. I'm, um, pr- I'm pretty sure that he stays very firmly under He directed once. Directed once. And is otherwise just an actor. So... Um, I do remember actually reading that there was a uh, kind of a weird sort of, um, I believe the technical term is tug job, uh, okay. between, <laughs> uh, for like big name actors during the, uh, especially like right at the start of the SAG strike, because a lot of people were like, where are all the like huge name actors like Tom Hanks and blah, you know, whoever. Yeah. And it's like, well, they produce a lot. Yeah. And so they are on both sides of this. Yeah. Uh, and so it's a weird look. That's definitely what we call a tug job. There's no other meaning yeah. for a tug job. I'm pretty sure the legal definition is tug job. Yeah. So anyway, all, all the special features really did was just reinforce that Keanu is an incredible... He did all the driving, Sam. What? He Sorry, I forgot to mention he did all of the actual like martial arts stunts. And the driving. What the fuck? So when they're ripping around in the beginning when he's got the dog in there, uh huh. that's just Keanu. 
And then later in the movie, when he slams into mayhem from the insurance commercials, uh-huh. <laughs> they he did that at the docks in New York City. Holy fuck. And they were like, if he messes this up, he's dead. There's a 50-foot drop if he goes to mm-hmm. the right. And if he hits all of us, because he has to stop in this 90-degree turn right here, we're dead. And he fucking mm-hmm. did it. First take, no problems. And he did oh it so God. well. That they could zoom in through the passenger side window and get a full frame shot of his face. Because when he was doing the um, like tarmac uh, sort of suicide driving is yeah. kind of what it looked like. <laughs> yeah. I noticed that we got a lot of shots of his face. Yes. Um, and I was like, huh, that's interesting. I feel like you don't normally get that. You don't. Uh, cough fast and furious. Yes. Um. And I was like, you get a lot of, like, facial expressions during that, which felt weird to me. Yeah. Uh, and that explains it. Holy fuck. What a mensch. What a mensch. This is a guy who's driving at speed and acting at the same time. God. I do remember before John Wick 3 came out, there was a video of him training. Yeah. Uh, Like, just, just, like, at a gun range, but they had set up, like, sort of a, like... Not like a room, but like an obstacle course, basically. Sure. Yeah, yeah. But instead of like leaping over objects, you shoot them. Um, and it was him and Halle Berry, mm. like practicing. And it's genuinely incredible to watch because it's like there's, you know, no like cinematography or anything. It's just someone following him with a camera. I wouldn't want to fight him. <laughs> Thankfully, Keanu Reeves is extremely mild tempered. Mm-hmm. And it's not likely to come after you. But if he were... <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to say the same stuff that I said about Dwayne Johnson. Because I yeah. feel like if I said it to Keanu, he would come to my home and plug me. Plug you with excellent grouping. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Um, so, I do have a, a handful of questions for you. Hit me. Um, What's your top kill in this movie? Easy. Uh, there's in the same dock scene, uh, mm-hmm. he hits a guy with his car. He reverses into him. The guy is going over the top of the car and he plugs him three times through the roof of the car. It is exquisite. And you just wonder, you're watching this and you're like, this ain't the first time he's done this little maneuver. He looks mm-hmm. so comfortable. You're like, yeah, he's going to go over the top and I'm going to shoot him. Ah. Yeah. Then I'm, I know I'm this a dance. afterward. I don't know. <laughs> this again, plug, 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 plug. Um, oh, that's good. That's my favorite for sure. What's yours? It's so hard to narrow it down, but I do really like um, exquisite mustache man. Exquisite mustache man's a very good one. Where grabs him by the beard, yanks him, and then. See, I get fuzzy. Does he shoot him directly in the skull, or does he throw him over a rail and then shoot him in the skull? I don't think he gets tossed over a rail. I think he yeah, shoots I, him in the skull. I think he just grabs him straight by the beard, tugs him towards him, and then plugs. Plugged. Yeah. He and did have an exquisite mustache, though. Oh, what a wildly beautiful mustache. Yeah. On a guy we see for 15 seconds tops. Yeah, whose only job is to basically assault and then be killed by John Wick. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, th- there are a lot of beautiful kills in this. Yeah. Um, but I, that's certainly up there for me. Nice. Um, another question, Jimmy. Is yeah. Jimmy the only good cop? I think Jimmy... Okay, well, here's the funny thing about Jimmy. So we watched Jimmy appear, and we were like, we don't ever see Jimmy again, do we? We don't. <laughs> In any of the movies. Jimmy, being the cop that shows up at the door, sees all the dead bodies and goes, you working again? And he's like, no, I'm just working some stuff out. And he's like, all right, I'll leave you to it then. (laughs) (laughs) I just love... It's like one of these moments of levity in all of this. Yes. I just love that he peeks over, sees like two corpses, and is just like, you have a nice night. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Noise complaint. Yeah, there was a noise complaint. Mm-hmm. Again? Again. Uh, anyway, yeah, Jimmy Jimmy may be a good one. He may be a good apple. Um, is John Wick an agent of God? Hmm. Let, me, let me read you a quote that yeah. made me think this. Yeah. That's why God took your wife and unleashed you upon me. So I think that was I know that that was Vigo talking to him. Yes. When he thought he had him had had his number punched, his card mm-hmm. punched. Um. I don't think that's an accurate read because here's my take. Okay. John Wick is the physical and personal embodiment of humanism. Walk me through this. So John Wick is everything that humans can be. He is wildly violent. Mm-hmm. He is a sweet and loving person towards his wife and his dog. Mm-hmm. And he vacillates infinitely between these two points. Mm. He is he is fully capable of experiencing every emotion, every motivation, everything that uh, a human can be. Therefore, I don't think he could be an agent of God. That would imply some kind of righteousness. What if mm-hmm. he was God's perfect weapon? I see. I see, yeah. I see, I see. So less an agent of God implying some sort of angelic yeah. uh, kind of divine nature. And more, this is God's gun. This is God's gun is an argument that has a lot of weight, if I'm honest. Because <laughs> <laughs> this man, this man goes a-killin'. He does go killing, um, and he's, I think he's God's gun. God's perfect gun. Because God's perfect gun wouldn't need to be pure of heart, yeah. I don't think. No. And, and now, now you and I know from our book, God can be immeasurably violent. <laughs> Sometimes the guy just needs a weapon. He needs a brute force, blunt weapon. And mostly in the other book, he's very loving. And so I kind of think maybe God's perfect gun can do both of these just like God. Yeah. Can do, uh, can, you know, cleanse uh, the land of Egyptians as they're trying to chase the Jews down across the Red Sea. Sure. Uh, and can also provide food for the Jews when they're wandering in the desert. True. Unless. Unless. 
they try to get the food on the wrong day. Yeah. In which case, God gets pretty mad about that. (laughs) Or if they build one statue. Yeah, one statue. One statue. The stakes are high, folks. (laughs) (laughs) And the margins are razor thin. (laughs) And they're kind of nebulous at times. Um (laughs) Anyway, we've wandered afield, but I think I do believe this theory that God's perfect gun, John Wick, matches that bill for sure. Um, and then last one. Yeah. Last question I've got for you. Do you think Keanu, not John Wick, Keanu, is more of a cat guy or a dog guy? He feels like a dog guy to me. He does feel like a dog guy who I think would enjoy a cat. Oh, I think he's on great terms with cats. Mm-hmm. As as uh, excuse me, as Keanu is on great terms with every living being. Mm-hmm. Uh, but except yeah. seals, and they know why. And they know why. Fucking sea hounds, dogs <laughs> of the sea. Um, so confusing because he's such a dog guy, but hates the sea dogs. Hates their close, uh, their close phylogenetic relatives. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. Yeah, I think he's more of a dog guy, but is is pretty good with cats. Mm-hmm. That seems fair. Uh, you got you got anything else? Yeah, I got this? I got a couple thoughts. We can knock yeah. them out real quick. Let's do it. Um, I think okay. Okay, I don't know where to start. A couple things. Okay, one, I think I have a casting. Uh, I I think I'd swap someone out in the casting department. Ooh, okay, yeah. So we have Mikhail Nykust mm-hmm. as Vigo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he should have been Peter Stormier. Oh, Peter Stormier would have been interesting. Now, if memory serves, we do get Peter Stormier at the beginning of John Wick 2. Oh my god, you're right. Uh, but I do, I think he could have been good, Peter I think, Stormier. I think he could have been great, but what's hilarious is that I looked up Mikhail Nykus, Michael, I don't know if it's Mikhail or Michael, because mm-hmm. dude's also Swedish. What the fuck is happening in Hollywood? You know they're close. Yeah. Sweden and Germany. Or uh, and Russia. Russia. <laughs> Whatever. They're all the same country. They're kinda. Uh, you know, I can't even say they share a border because they're the only Scandinavian country that doesn't. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, why wouldn't you get a Finn? Why wouldn't you get a Finn? Because they're right there. They're right there. Why wouldn't you get a Russian if you could? Sure. I Yeah, I, I'm assuming that you can't. You can't. There's no Russian actors In this all. economy, you can't get a Russian. <laughs> uh, but what about a Finn? What about places, Finn, guys? Places lousy with them. They're cheap. And a lot of them speak Russian. Yeah, they're right there. They were invaded by them in World War II. Yeah. Twice. Twice. Uh, don't fuck with the Finns, though, man. No. And see, that's why they'd be perfect. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I just like that I was like, Peter Stormare? And then I looked this guy up, and he's another fucking Swede, so. <laughs> you know what I just realized? What? If you uh, aired John Wick in Finland, mm-hmm. they'd all just be like, and? <laughs> My neighbor does that, like, weekly. That's we, like, uh, yeah. 
We're all capable of that. Slap some skis to him, and then maybe we'll talk. <laughs> and then we'll be having a conversation. Um, uh, a couple of quick things really fast and then we can boogie out of here Um, Mm -hmm. the key master from the matrix is the doctor in the John Wick movies oh okay yeah I do I love him as annoyed doctor it's it's an amazing transition in his career and I am so Mm -hmm. here for it yeah annoyed doctor at the continental is is fantastic yes uh I have lots of notes, but I will just say this. Uh, my, I thought about saying that the plot of this movie is essentially when, you know, like when you're going to a job interview and you get a little bit of road rage, so you flip somebody off in traffic and then you show up mm-hmm. at the job interview and that person <laughs> is the your... person you flipped off. That's mm-hmm. essentially what happened to this Russian guy and <laughs> John Wick. <laughs> It's too true. Yeah. So just be kind because you never know who's an ex-assassin mm-hmm. who's going to take out you, all of your assets, and your entire family. Yeah. Just to be safe, maybe don't kill any dogs. Yeah. Don't Definitely don't kill any dogs. Yeah. People, that's fine. Dogs, no. Uh, Let's see if I have anything else. Oh, the, the only th- other thing I was going to mention is my favorite part of this movie is when the guy that owns the chop shop... Uh, calls mm-hmm. Vigo and Vigo's like I heard you slapped or punched my son and he's like yeah and Vigo's like why and the chop shop guy says well he stole John Wick's car and killed his dog and Vigo just goes oh and then hangs up <laughs> <laughs> god it's I, good I respect someone who's just like I got what I needed from this conversation and now I'm done with it and now I'm very scared and fully in the know, and uh, we're good. Thanks. It's Bye. It's maximal efficiency. Yeah, it really is. Anyway, that's that's all I got. It feels like a very Swedish way to handle a phone call. Yeah, <laughs> and they all people say Irish goodbyes or when you ghost and just leave. Mm-hmm. I think a Swedish goodbye is when you uh, like give a banal sort of like okay, and then you leave. And that's it. And that's it. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, I'll get back to what I was doing then. Yeah. Pickling this herring. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, the, the last thing I'll say. Yeah. Is during the the last fight, it's raining very hard, and I cannot imagine a garment less comfortable than a soaked suit. Also, apparently they shot this in winter in the rain. And so all the other actors in the in the special features, God, I love these, mm-hmm. were like, that was really challenging because it was freezing cold. Like, I was really uncomfortable. Then they swapped to Keanu. And they're like, how was it? And he goes, yeah, it was a really challenging shoot, but uh, I had a lot of fun. I, You know... I think you could throw that guy into a roaring fire and he'd be like, I'm having fun. I'm I'm nice and toasty. Thanks for making me toasty. Yeah, I'm immolating, but, you know, it's a good time. It's a good time. A learning experience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Luke, do you want to talk about what we'll be watching uh, next week? Uh, I don't. I just want to stay in this moment for forever, but uh, I, I understand know. we have to move on. So We do. Uh, next week we will be watching 2015's Knock Knock. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. What do you think it's about? Uh, Keanu Reeves, in one sentence, Keanu Reeves is a stand-up comedian that only does knock-knock jokes. He does not do well. Mm, okay. Um, knock-knock is a movie in which Keanu Reeves is a researcher of humor who is trying to discover the perfect knock-knock joke. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. I guess yours would sort of lead into mine. If he did discover the secret... <laughs> then he would only do that. Then he would only but, do knock-knock jokes, but he'd do them very well. Yeah, so he would be very successful because he found the perfect one. Exactly. I'm thinking it's sort of like a beautiful mind. I gotcha. But for knock-knock jokes. But for knock-knock jokes. Everybody needs that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Who doesn't? Uh, well, folks, thanks for listening to another episode of Hanksy Panksy. I can find us on Facebook at Hanksy Panksy Podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Hanksy Panksy Pod. You can uh, find us on Blue Sky at Hanksy Panksy. We don't use X because we don't like Elon Musk. You can send us an email at HanksyPanksyPod at gmail.com. We did get an email from Tuck. Tuck, thanks for the email. We're not reading it. Um, you know and you, why and you know why it's the first time I've ever said that and it actually meant anything uh, we do have a Patreon patreon.com slash hanksypanksy and uh, you know check us enough money and you can be one of Hanks' heroes like Tuck and Daniel and fellas I will give you a quick death nice that's very generous of you I do what I can Luke uh, do you have a final quote I do I don't think I've ever attempted a Keanu impersonation or impression before oh my god yeah i'm so excited Uh, it is Uh (laughs) uh-huh god damn it luke god damn it that's it (sighs) that he doesn't say a lot no (laughs) he really doesn't uh well folks thanks for listening to another episode of hanksy panksy honor among reeves we'll be back next week with 2015's knock knock